Welcome back to the Trading Places Minute. This is the podcast where we discuss the film Trading Places one minute at a time. My name is Tom Taylor, and I am joined by my friend, Mike DiMaria. Hello, Mike. Good afternoon. Dan, you got a nice coffee there? Dan's uh, got a nice coffee. Dan, Lewis, why, do we have to good at, why do we have to do these so early? Well, it's, it's early, but you know, we're time. here recording at, uh, oh, 11.20 a.m. Yeah, yeah, it's not that early. Wait, is that iced coffee, though? It's yeah, a hot it coffee. It is a hot coffee, but it's in a glass. It's in a that regular... In I, do a, I do the pint glass. Oh, mm. weird. I have a pint I'm, glass, too. Pint glass is like how I drink hands? my coffee, and it's mm. they hold up fine. They never break. Okay. No, I mean, are your, are your fingers getting scalded right now by the heat of the of the glass? No, we're, not at, we're not at that point any longer. Dude, it's a long right? weekend, so I'm pouring oh, a beer. Oh, you're pouring yourself a beer. Wow. Oh, wow. Nice I have no beer. Right? Don't even have a professional no. podcaster's glass of water. How good yeah, is this that? Is a, this is a yeah, half Jody, acre. Could you bring me, like, I was up late. Oh, half acre's no, good. No, I like no. that stuff. I don't like I, I don't a, like a uh, IPA, but I can. I, a winter India pale ale is all right by me. This it is half like you acre. do like an IPA. Yeah, you're you're talking out of both sides of your oh. oh, wait a minute. You're right. Usually it's usually it's it's abbreviated IPA. So I'm like, fuck that shit. I don't like that hoppy bullshit. I'm yeah. going to get a winter India pale ale. And I just put it together that India IP pale a ale. IPA. Wait, you're just putting that together? India yeah. pale ale? Even I, I just thought that. it was IPA. Wait, hang on a second. You... I'm was not IPA understanding. Like a, you didn't know that IPA stood for India pale no. ale? Because you look when you but look you at a can, when you look at a can, it says IPA on the can, right? Uh-huh. So I look at all. I'm sitting in their fridge. I go, I hate that shit. That shit. That shit. That's fucking hoppy bullshit. It says IPA. Oh, this mm-hmm. is the only one that doesn't say IPA. It says India Pale Ale. I'll get that one. Oh my god! Because it's not an IPA. Now wow. I just you're, realized you're that an ignoramus. How long has this been going on? You're what a dope. Yeah. Almost God, Mike's stupid. India pale. <laughs> I don't like. I don't like an IPA. Give me an oh, India pale ale any day. Give me Let's that keep one. Keep making that's fun of Mike out. until I say something stupid. Yeah, Mike. How many other acronyms in the world do you not know that you should know? I mean, is there, is there just thousands of these? You're like, take me, the, take me to the emergency room. Oh, the ER. No, the emergency room. No, no, that ER. That's a TV show. <laughs> My wife Jody just brought me a beverage, and she says hello to you both, and to all the fans out there. Oh, drinking? I like that hoppy refresher. She brought refresher. me a hoppy refresher. Mm. That's like Lagunitas? a hop water. Yeah, yeah that's that's I everything I, I hate it, in an IPA. It's just a. But that's it's just good. Hops. That hop water. I like that stuff. And look, it's good for Tommy. He this is not drink. the bitter kind of uh, IPA <laughs> oh. kind of thing. It's just like does it's it have a, alcohol in it, or is it just a flavoring no. thing? It's just it's a, literally it's like a sparkling water with with hop flavor. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. With no calories, essentially no calories. And it's got a scuba diving dog on the front. Yeah, because that's why I drink beer for the taste. <laughs> it's a refresh. Mm, I, I find that I, I need it. something other than water. Water's great, but I need if I don't want to be drinking all the time, I, 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 something a little. It's something. really funny how like got like all, all we need is water. Yeah, for drinking ever we have to make it interesting. But, but yeah, we have we. It's like we. It's like God didn't make it good enough for us. <laughs> yeah, and we're and just like now I want the one that flavor soaks, yeah. soaks the dried beans of the coffee plant in it, and then. <laughs> Keeps yeah. them out, and then it's then yeah. it's good enough water for me to drink. <laughs> no, oh, I need it fermented and and, and strained through the Mountain Dew beans, and then yeah. I need this well, added I, to it. I'm not gonna sit around and drink a bunch of shit ass water. Yeah, no, I want it to I, taste I, sort of like beer. Yeah. I want it to have one of the yeah. elements of beer in it, but mostly tastes like a kind of lame Gatorade. 
Yeah, if I drink water straight, it just tears my stomach up like uh, the guy in uh, the isotopes mascot who would drink paint. He'd drink paint (laughs) and he would just roll around on the floor. I got to keep my antacids right nearby at all times. Uh Yeah, Mike can't have anything. No. No. I didn't say hello. Poor Mike. Yeah. We must have talked about this before, but I have had Mike complain to me before about indigestion. Yeah. From a glass of water. <laughs> he's I like, take oh, I can't drink this water. I can't drink this water, and he's like, I'm, I'm feeling it right here. No, it's like <laughs> uh, it's too harsh. That's it's how like, bad his no, psyche is. A little water like, put, puts him off. It's like coming. It's like uh, it's like telling an off-color joke too soon. Because as soon as I take his water, that's too soon. It's too soon in the day for that. <laughs> oh, too soon. Right? Yeah, can't have water. <laughs> But uh, before one or after yeah. three? No. Yeah. No, it's too or soon. After Labor Day, I have to after cut it with like a little. I have to cut it with a little something. Just a <laughs> drink a, a sip of kombucha before, sure. just to settle the the water. Yeah. It's a fucking nightmare. You just gonna drink that neat? Mm-hmm. The water. Water. Yeah, I'll just want, give me a glass of water, neat. Yeah. Neat. <clears throat> um, Make it fast, cause I'm in a goddamn hurry. Um, hey, we're here to talk about a minute of this movie. Nah. Which minute you ask? Minute fifteen. This is the minute that begins with a homeless man berating the woman he was trying to hustle, and after discussion about Vietnam tours of duty, the minute ends with two cops lifting the homeless man off his rolling platform. No. And as we mentioned last time, the uh, these cops have watched. No. <laughs> as what? No, what they don't lift him until the next minute. They do. They lift him at the end of this minute. And then at the beginning of the next minute, his, his legs come down and he can walk and he All can right. see it. Well, he's not berating. He's done berating her. He's done. Ber- well, he yells. Yeah. He, the, the minute yes. begins with you, bitch. He's yeah. yelling to he her. He goes, you bitch. Yeah. He goes, her bitch at the beginning. And the yeah. cops have watched this entire scene and now mm-hmm. they are leaping into action now that uh, the danger has passed. <clears throat> I just want to say, um, I just, uh, once again showed the minute out of context to my girlfriend. <laughs> and she yeah. said that she, she said she thought it was good and she liked it. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah, that's we just talking, to get an outsider's point of view. I think that's important. I do like that. And she, so she has not she seen this good movie. Minute. It's all just out of context, both as a movie and as a minute. Yeah. Right. right. Okay. Right. Say it's a good minute, but it's all downhill from here. <laughs> you think this is good? Yeah. Tough. Um, she quote unquote liked the black fellow, unquote. Oh. Now you said weeks and weeks. Yeah, sure you are. Weeks and weeks ago, you said, Dan, you made the point that having Eddie Murphy from SNL in your movie in 1983 is a lot different from having whatever SNL guy today in your movie is like the expectations are different. The, the, the reaction to it is different. And I forget what your point was, but that's my segue into that saying, doesn't sound familiar at all, but I, I may well, have talked a little bit about what it was. Yeah. I might have put in context what it was to have Eddie Murphy in your movie. I might have given an analogy of having a certain person now in your movie. Yeah, but or I like do think having... it was like a different, you know, I don't know, they're different. Uh, well, what was he about... coming off to off of after before this? Was he forty eight hours? It... That was it. Oh, yeah, yeah, SNL. just forty eight hours. Yeah, which I mean, again, I I I think I everybody this... loved him. I think I admitted right. this to you guys. I've never seen 48 Hours. I've seen pieces of it, but I've never seen the whole thing. But I get the sense that he, it is not as... My point that I'm ultimately going to get to in about five minutes is that it seems like... I can imagine some people seeing this and like, oh, okay, Eddie Murphy from SNL. He's doing his thing. He's doing his like kind of Stevie Wonder thing. He's, he's making mm-hmm. up funny words and terms and mispronouncing things from, from Vietnam. Um, mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. But to us, it's great and we love it. Um and I wonder, uh, 
did yeah i don't i didn't get the sense that he did that in 48 hours so much that was a little straighter and a little not dramatic exactly but a little more of a, right. just a character you would be right yes straight less... 48 hours as i remember it plays a lot off of the race differences and things like that it's a buddy a buddy buddy it's a like really a... anachronistic like when you watch it now yeah it's like it's like boy how are these guys gonna get along oh, a yeah. white guy and a black guy what? Well, it's also a tough, like a, a tough also... white cop. I don't know. It's just, it just, it's really weird. The movie in uh, when you watch it, but it's also it. like uh, the the what's the the Mel Gibson movies? Lethal Loose Weapon. Cannon. Lethal Weapon. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's that same kind of, but it's a switch dynamic. Right, comedy. Where Danny Glover is the straight cop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Nick Nolte. That's how they pitch Lethal Weapon. Now get this: forty-eight hours. You got 48 hours. The straight guy is black and the wacky guy is white and kind of half Australian. And then the guy turns right. and he goes, I'm, I'm listening. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> two bags of money. Go do what you got to do. Uh, yeah, 48 hours can't touch this movie for me. Uh, no, I, believe, I feel like cop. I should see it as like an 80s completionist or something. Like a, it, 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 I should have seen it back in the day, so I feel like I should see it now. What but, year was uh, this one? 83. I say it at the top of every single episode of the show. You when was uh, when was 48 Hours? 82? Or 81? Yes. 81? Okay. There's no way to find out. And then Beverly Hills Cop in 84. Wonderful year. 40, but 84. So he did three um, stretches. 35 and of 5. I don't know if we mentioned 82 that. 82 was 48 yeah, 35 hours. and 5, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. But yeah, but um, this, isn't, this isn't like having Horatio Sands in your movie now. And, you know, uh, SNL no. alum. I guess like that's kind of what I Fred mean. I guess you, you see a movie now and you expect to see at least three Saturday Night Live alums. I'm going to stop you here. Okay. Fred Armisen. Yes. I can't stand him. Oh, really? I that's like too him. bad. I There's like something about him I cannot stand. I don't want to like him. I to, I, I'm totally with you on this. Yeah, I, like, <laughs> I don't want to like him, but I, I got to tell you, Fred Armisen's a funny guy. And do you know why I don't like I realized it, and it's my own thing. It's my own thing why I don't like him. Okay. And it's, it's it has nothing to do with that. Because he keeps showing yeah. up. On stage with bands that I really like, and it aggravates <laughs> the fuck out of me. Because yet yeah, last night when Dan and I were sending each other clips of Yola Tango, mm. then there was him playing Sugar Cube on drums with Yola Tango, and it drove me fucking nuts. Yeah, and then he's on stage. Doing there. And then he, then he's, then he's on stage with Bob Mould playing guitar and singing. But I'm it like, sounds like he has a, me a lot of a lot of the same taste that you have, and maybe that should draw you closer to him. No, it makes oh, me yeah. angry. Because it's it's selfish. It's selfish because when you mm -hmm. like, you have the handful of bands that you like, and you don't mm -hmm. want anybody else to play to have anything to do with them. You just want, want it to you be want yours. it to be your thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's it's that. your own. It's my own personal bullshit. Well, yeah, I can't fault you for that because I'm all over that. That's exactly how I live my life. I hate anybody who likes stuff that I, <laughs> that I like if they are popular and famous, and then suddenly it's their thing and not my thing. Yeah, that yeah. is that can be Thank annoying. You. I just think if you described Fred Armisen to me vaguely. You showed me a picture of him, maybe. You told me all the things he would do, that he's like an instrumental, like he's like a musician who does these like kind of characters, and he does a Portland, and then he described Portlandia to me, and you described all that stuff. I would just be like, I'm not going to like this guy. No. Mm -hmm. He did but do I, a good, they did a good skit. definitely good. They did a good skit on Portlandia, Dan. I think you've seen this one where he's sitting in the basement with his wife and saying, I want to put the band back together. He goes, the government sucks. I want to put riot spray back together. And then he calls the band, and, and it's like Chris Novoselic. It's mm -hmm. Henry Rollins. 
and uh, <laughs> Brendan Canty from Fugazi. Oh my and they're god! All, you okay. haven't seen this? No, no. They all come over and they're all Close like, and, and Brendan Caddy's like, he's got like, he's got like, he's a little overweight now, and he's got like gray hair, mm-hmm. and they're all just like, you know, talking about how the Super Bowl halftime show is good now, and you know, it's like they've all and Henry Rollins <laughs> yeah, some old. tea. You know, for his voice, and it's it's. Yeah, I'll I'll post it. You've never seen that? I thought you no, saw. So you it. should no, hate I've that. You just that you just one. named like what sounds like ground zero of your least favorite thing ever. Yeah. Like if you don't like. Yeah, and Fred, and Fred Armisen's Armisen like, like you got you know he, he wants stuff. everything still to be angry, and Rollins is like I'm not that angry anymore. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm telling you, this is exactly it. You because mm-hmm. he's Fred Armisen's just good. He, he's got good. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. But I'm not very. I can't. Let well, it go. well, I'll also post. I don't know if we ever talked about Goodbye, Mr. Bunting, but the SNL sketch <laughs> that's know. the copy of Dead Poets Society. Oh no, I don't <laughs> know. Oh my god, dude, it's the greatest thing of all time. <laughs> it's I, I, I cannot wait to post this for you guys. All right. Yep. Beautiful. They did a sk- skit with Danzig Covered. at the beach. Did you see that one? No. <laughs> it was like he sure knows a lot about Fred Armisen's sketch. <laughs> yeah. Because if somebody gets under my skin, I start to I start uh-huh. to observe them and study them. He deep dives on. He knows a yeah, lot about later. Fred Armisen and Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> he's arming himself with information for later. For what yeah. we know not. Did you know that Hitler had uh, uh, uncontrollable flatulence? Really? And he mm. would use it in situations to embarrass people. And his like dog and, had no and, nose. And like to what are you talking about really, like when he was in meetings about? with people, he would he would just explosively flatulate. <laughs> That sounds controllable. Put them in their in their place. <laughs> yeah, it was like a control Just, factor. Yeah, bunch up your cheeks. I'm doing yeah. it right now. I'm choosing not to fart. You can't say someone had uncontrollable flatulence <laughs> and then say he would use it to do this. He would he would use it That's to his advantage. Controllability. Yeah. Yes. I, <laughs> I'm gonna aim my uncontrollable thing at exactly the right moment. That's true. Uh, I want to but getting back to my excellent point from before that made no sense. I I don't want it to sound like I don't like Eddie Murphy in this movie or in this scene. I do very much. Yeah, it didn't yeah. sound like that. He's just naturally funny. We're child. I just we're children think, of the '80s. We like. I don't him. think there's anybody that's kind of comparable. I hate to say it, but like mm-hmm. the most comparable thing is not comparable, which is Pete Davidson. That might. Why do I go to Pete like Davidson too? He's all over famous the place. For, yeah. Pete Davidson's famous for no reason. Not yeah. zero reason. No reason, except for that Eddie Murphy was considered to be. I mean, if you can only imagine, again, I, I'm sure I've brought this up before, but like, uh, if you, you can only imagine a comedian who's 19 years old, yeah, 20 years old, getting a spot on uh, on Saturday Night Live and just being so talented that mm-hmm. it's that obvious and it's just. I yeah, mean, I, think I think he was at the point. Him. He was at the point where he could do anything because he was that talented. Yeah, yeah. And I, I refuse to go back and and check this, but I think Dan, that that was basically your point from weeks ago. That yeah. that that having yeah, yes, you can put a funny person from SNL in one of your movies and people will like that. But that's a very different thing from having Eddie Murphy in your movie. Even back that's then, right. in the second movie, I agree. But that's, do you yeah. think that, that sounds think... a lot more like what would have been my point? Do you think, check the record. But do you think there's ever the possibility of someone being that funny again on Saturday Night Live? Because sure. Of yeah. Why not? Yeah. I don't know. In this on, day, we, had a, we had a Farley. We had a... Uh, right. But you had to remove... her name was really good. She, but there was no... But there was no social media. There was nothing to just build somebody's brand. It was just And make show. you think that they're better or, or more talented than they are. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I yeah like know. I don't even know Pete Dave. I, I don't really watch SNL anymore. I nothing only, funny. Like, somehow nothing Pete Davidson has gotten into my head just from you know social media, whatever, yeah. rambling around the internet, and it doesn't appeal to me. It doesn't. I, I wish him well. I don't know him personally, but it doesn't seem like it's all that great. And you know um, why I don't like one of the things that bug me about him and uh, Jimmy Fallon, who I cannot stand. Is oh, yeah, that awful, whenever they were on, whenever they do skits, they break character and laugh, mm-hmm. and it almost Wee. becomes their that it becomes their enduring. It becomes their enduring thing. It's like be a fucking professional, man. Especially yeah. Jimmy Fallon, it became his thing to break yeah. during sketches, yeah. which is mm-hmm. like it's kind of like that. you're ruining it for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's like a fun thing to do during sketches if it if it actually has happens and has to happen, then it's yeah, fun like for everybody. Rare occasion, but if you somebody... do it too much, you you poison it. And now it's not fun anymore. Now you're not this doing a, your job. Not it's special like, anymore. No. Yeah. This is a slightly different fun. thing from Eddie Murphy. This is, we're t- talented people from SNL. Bill Hader is about as talented as Eddie Murphy, maybe, but not at all in the same ways. 100%. So, Bill Hader is crazy talented. He's crazy, crazy talented. He's Amazing. not like he's, he's excelling these days in stuff that is not as straight up comedy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But uh, he seems to. Like he's 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 a he's a lightning rod. He's a not a lightning rod, but he's a he's a, he's a. I agree, but they a all charged get lost. bundle of talent. But they all get lost in this social media. Like, like you go on social media, you go on. Uh, there, there's there's people that are making millions of dollars for doing absolutely nothing. Like I'm there's one guy from Turkey that's fat, and he's making mm, millions of I'm dollars. Yeah, <laughs> go on, and. All he does is he does this little jig, this little, and his belly goes up and down like a oh. like a Buddha, <laughs> and people bring oh, you know, and, and he he stands out like in front of like a like a like a like a like a a kebab shop, and they come out and they just put the kebab in front of him, he gives him a thumbs up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and and it's the same fucking song, and he's wow. got like seventeen million followers, he's making millions of dollars, god damn, it. and this is the song, god damn, you it. see him, look at him, you see him, he just does this thing, and his belly goes yeah, up my, and down. It Mike is in is slow motion. That accentuates it a little bit. And the guy Mike comes over with the kebab and says, here, yeah. here's my kebab. And he gives us thumbs up. And his oh. belly just goes up and down. Mm-hmm. I hear this in my head 24 hours a day. I to tell you. Andy Warhol's right. Yeah. Yeah, but this 15 minutes, this is going on forever. And the guy's making millions well, of bucks. I'm just saying it's, 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 he, he had a, he had a, I think he was a very prescient point. Yeah. And I get That's hammered with point. these. I, I, I grab my phone and these, th- I get hammered with the, I can't shut it off. It curates it things for me. Like I, 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 yeah. I, it's like the Hezbollah effect. I would watch he- those little little Hezbollah, <laughs> and then I would get, I would, I would be hammered every time I, I turn my phone on. I'd get more, you know. Now I'm getting all these cooking, these whacked out cooking fucking shorts. It's like before we only had like Nielsen ratings to let us know what popular shows were. Like, oh, Saint Elsewhere is doing very well in the ratings. The Nielsen ratings have told us that. But now we have data from every single person on the face of the earth. Yeah. Like just kind of hanging out, not doing anything. It's not like primetime television time, and they're and, and their viewing is being tallied. It's like I'm bored right now. I'm gonna see the guy bouncing around in Turkey with his belly and getting a kebab. And so, like now we're getting data from just like the most bored, kind of anxious, yeah. maybe lonely people on the face of the yeah. earth with time on their hands. Now Dan used no to have a Nielsen's box. Nielsen box. Remember, I had a Nielsen box for a little while in Chicago. They came. Oh, wow. Remember, they came and they didn't they? Uh, 
Didn't they insult they themselves? Up the box, but it was always fucked up. Like the, uh, I re- I don't remember how many households I represented, but they told me it was like sixty thousand households or something. But you were well, like, what? I was oh. like leaving PBS on when I'd leave the house <laughs> <laughs> and stuff like that. I was like, I was gaming the ratings. I wonder if they like had your numbers. They put it in. They're like, mm, this guy's gonna mess with us. So we're gonna, we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna put a little bit of a curve on his score. Because he's probably right. gonna screw with us. They tell the technician when he goes to, to over. They'd say, "Ask him about the sea turtles. If he doesn't know anything, it means he hasn't actually been watching <laughs> he's, TV. Yet. He's not watching anything <laughs> about the migration. No, it was really annoying episode. because the, they had to hook it through. This is back in the VCR days, so it was like it went. They had a signal that went from the cable into the Nielsen box, and then out into the, and then into the VCR, and then into the whatever it was, and then yeah. it was always messed up. It wasn't working right. It rescrambled your porn that you annoyed. would perfectly uh, and, I would, and I would have them. I would call them and have them come back out. And it was the whole yep. thing was pretty annoying. How did you even but get on? The, how did they find you? How did they, they come just to called you? With, me. Weird. They just called me. It was crazy. You seem like an average American. Yeah. Between the ages of eighteen and thirty-five. Average everyday asshole. Yeah. Son of a bitch. And then one day he got a call from Leslie Nielsen and said, "Thank you for your support." <laughs> Thank you for thank you for wearing yeah. my boxes. <laughs> it was like McMahon coming to your door with a check. <laughs> but goes, another thing is, Leslie Nielsen from Nielsen, and I go, "What is it?" And he goes, "It's a rating system that does, the, but that's not important right now." Right. It's also and I was delighted. And Harry Nielsen's involved it's worth in it the whole too. Thing. Harry Nielsen. I had a oh. Harry Nielsen box in my house too. Yeah, that was just a box filled with liquor. Was everybody talking about it the whole time? Just a box filled with liquor. Oh, weird. Nielsen Schmilson. <laughs> Nielsen Schmilson. Ah, People let me tell you about my grading system. I love, I love Another thing about this minute and it's that kind of takes us back to when we were young. Mm-hmm. We knew people that were in the Vietnam War. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So and like and like young like these cops are probably, you know, our age or young well, obviously younger than us now. Younger than us now, yeah. And they were like, Yeah, I was in Nam too. Where were you? <clears throat> Yeah, it was, was. Yeah, it yeah. Was people like, could people could check you on your nom knowledge. Yeah, because yeah. I was in Viet Cong. I was in Viet Cong. That That's your first Viet red Cong. flag. Yeah, I don't think this guy's on the Pang Nang or whatever he says. I was in Pang Nang, Dang Dang. Now I looked up what each of these places to see if I could find them on the map, and I could not. But that's that's <laughs> there's the no such thing as an airborne green green beret commando <laughs> special forces. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, uh, speaking of that, did I? My dad did not go to Vietnam because he was um, working as a machinist mm. and they had, they had, they had uh, sort of like in a world war two fashion re uh, repurposed his shop to make sort of gun shell casings or something. Mm. But anyway, it was determined that he didn't have to go. And plus his age of his kids and stuff like that. He was doing his part at home. Like yeah. he had a young child, yeah. my brother. Yeah. So back uh, something like that. What about you guys? You, you, uh, there's there's usually reasons why, not reasons, but like either you got lucky with the draft. My dad was slightly too old, I think. Your dad was a little too old, right? Your dad's yeah. older. Yeah. Okay. When was when when did the war start? Well, sixties, like yeah. mid to mid sixties to late sixties, right? Is when we first started sending people in sixty five, sixty six. Yeah, like the problem was like in the early seventies, right didn't it? Didn't like uh, it ended in it ended in seven. It, Effectively 71? ended early, set no a little later than that, and they pulled the troops out. Fi- all the troops in seventy five. Mm-hmm. So I feel like your dad was about around the right age, Mike. But I don't know. Well, he was Italian. 
Oh, they don't send Italians. So <laughs> he was an Italian citizen. <laughs> so can't do he I don't want to go to no, no war. I'm a lover. No. I'm a tossing the pizza fighter. crust. Tossing the pizza Who's crust. Who's going to make of the sauce? No, he wasn't because <laughs> he never became an American citizen. So he was never on the road. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. That's the move. Yeah. <laughs> just don't become an American citizen no, in the world is exactly. always true. But then now you got to fight in the Franco-Prussian war. <laughs> yeah. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to fight in northern a- or North Africa. <clears throat> yeah, you got to go fight the Algerians. <laughs> you got to fight the Algerians. And you got to join <laughs> the Australians and, and the fight heat. in Gallipoli. My father-in-law was in Vietnam, but he did not he was not in battle. He uh he uh I think he ran like the the canteen or something over there. In the rear with the gear. In the rear mm-hmm. with the gear. Yes. Uh, yeah, my, my uncle was in it, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> All right. Nah, it's one of those know. things that's going to disappear. You can imagine how people, because there's no yeah. more World War II vets, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're around, but there's very few of them. And yeah. one day, I think, yeah. I, re- I think I remember when the last World War I veteran died. That was not, not crazy it, long ago, right? Not was... a super long time ago, but maybe 10 years ago. Yeah. yeah. He died of trench yeah. foot. Like 112 <laughs> years old. Yeah, he died of trench foot at 112. <laughs> yeah, finally yeah. got him. <laughs> finally got him. And he got it in the most unnatural way. He didn't get it in a trench. He no, got, he got it, it in like... a great-grandson's soccer game. <laughs> yeah. Yes. He had his feet in the I puddle. Foot, and he couldn't it. get his feet out of the puddle, and he was wearing some heavy socks, and it just brought him down. The guy survived just was, the most awful. He was shell-shocked. Awful, they were like, the what most... happened, great-grandpa? He's like, just the lines at Safeway. Yeah. <laughs> I'm shell-shocked. God I'm shell-shocked. <laughs> trench footed is it used to call it shell shock now it's ptsd it's yeah. very we're very we're very we're getting more civilized as a society yeah. That's i true. feel like Charged all the complaints about it's very difficult to disentangle but all the complaints about how uh trof, trof, um participation trophy culture we're a bunch of we're a bunch of pussies now about this and that but it was different, though. It's shell, like it's shell true shock. that that's true to some extent, but it's also related to our, yeah. our more humane way of dealing with everything. Yeah. yeah. So well, it's like, PTSD. now we don't have shell shock. We have PTSD. You go get therapy. Yeah, but yeah. that's di- but it's different, it. though, because PTSD is, could be, is a large – it's a lot of things that, that could, it can cover, and they're all horrible. But mm-hmm. shell right. shock was being the sound of bombs and shells going off, like, for wow. – for, 24 hours because the warfare yeah, that was a catch-all in those, term though too well, but in the, but in, but in yeah. those days you would just they would just shell they would no, just shell that. locations sure, where but before, that was their word for it yeah a guy also, was shell shock sounds right like, in the head shell shock all for you know it almost has the air of like uh well what are you gonna do he's got shell shock what are we, are, are we but it was also called it was also PTSD right. sounds like a we, we figured out what this is and we can study it and we can treat it and we can right. try to Give work with some adderall get, get him back in there but it was yeah. also the <laughs> right. but it was also the the gunners like the ones that were shooting the the howitzers that's where they got the shells came out that was uh, kind of because they yeah. were right there and that were the 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 explosive sound of just those things going off on a yeah yeah do you think that's why these two cops do not uh, intervene? Are, are they just like cowards, or are they, they just they just they don't want to get involved in anything that could be potentially violent? No, they've they seen the, worse. They let the homeless no, guy. They, they're like, here we uh, go. Yeah. All right. They saw worse in <clears throat> Vietnam. They 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 learned this the hard way, where a, yeah. a, a, a Viet Cong soldier would come up in a little wheelie cart and it looks like he has no legs. Oh yeah. That's how asking, they get you. Doing a Stevie Wonder impersonating a bomb goes off. And asking yeah. for money, and they knew. It's called a Hanoi wheelie. Yeah. yeah. Yep. They seem 
pretty well, uh, you know, they seem to have come out of it okay. They're uh, Who knows professionals what it's like serving when they get the city. Home, though. Yeah, That's get liquored up, slap the wife around a little bit. Yeah. That's no good. They could have slapped around a, a homeless man who was berating a woman, and uh, instead they uh, took it home. So they were pretty uh, humane. Mm. Mm. I, like, I like the one cop gives that look to the other one, and he gives, gives that sort of like lower tooth grin, kind of like, mm. <laughs> like, this guy's crazy. Let's pick him up out of his thing and uh, put an end to his ridiculous story. I just like that look that he gives. But Neither yeah, of you I mean, has any idea what I'm talking about. Did you watch I mean, the minute? God damn it. Yeah, You're we supposed did, to like but... this movie. But society's different. It. But society's different. Back to that, you know. Now, <clears throat> enough about the minute. Back to this. Yeah, fuck. We're on, we're on to something here from a sociological standpoint. I'm not positive we are, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, keep going. I mean, like, seems like you're on to something. Yeah. No, <laughs> it's like it's something. like. Do we need all this shit? Do we need pickleball? Fucking pickleball. What the fuck is that? <laughs> you know, it's like it's like everybody you talk. I gotta go play pickleball. I'm all I'm 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 fucking allergic to. I'm not allergic. I'm I'm addicted to pickleball. 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 I drive by and it's. My it's buddy plays a lot of pickleball. It's a trend. It's a fan. And then, I, then I'm, I'm listening to NPR and they're talking about there's a crisis because there's there's a shortage now of pickleball courts because you have to share them with tennis. And like, the yeah. fuck are we doing here? This must really annoy tennis people. Yeah, I would think so. That's Doesn't what it? I mean. Yeah, because their courts. I remember have as a to... baseball player, whenever whenever someone would be at the baseball field playing, playing soccer in the outfield or kickball, no, playing kickball, or I would something. just be like, "Get off the baseball field! <laughs> the baseball field! I'm taking it over." It's mine now. Says right in the name. Yeah, I'm, I used to get really mad. Oh, I was out on a walk earlier today in the park, and there, the you know, the all the little imagine leagues. how mad it made you. This the walk. softball, the softball, and the little <laughs> leagues are are all in on yeah. full swing. So five different fields going, and it's still to this day. Some and they're taking like infield and hitting fly balls. And as soon as they hit it, I'm, I'm telling the people, get the fucking ball, get it, get to the fucking ball. Go, you go. let the ball drop. You let, get you the let it drops ball. right catch in front of them, and you're like, Jesus Christ, catch the fucking ball. I've had that feeling before too. And it, it's like it, that scene it, in it, Save the Tiger with Jack. Just Lemon. a lazy rolling ground ball just goes right past an indifferent infielder. I mean, I, I have. I, mean, I just want to go like, get me in there. Get all out. my friends, all my <laughs> friends, <laughs> bench. literally all homework. my friends are on this call right now. So I have nobody to go play catch with or hit fly balls to. And I want to tell mm-hmm. the kid, you know how fucking ima- magical it is to have someone hit you fly balls. It's great. the feeling of getting under a ball and catch. We've t- covered this. 50,000 Tom, times. Tom, so you don't know anything about this. <laughs> but on this, on this podcast. I don't remember this. But I, I, like, I almost want to pay somebody. Like, I'm going to pay you 20 bucks for some fly ball. I'll pay to me. Yeah. And so, <laughs> so for Mike kids. Will, Mike will hit some fly balls. Oh, when I come to Detroit. Yeah. Announcement. Yeah. Hey. Oh. Uh, I'm going to go take care of my mother for at least about a week, probably. And, nice. uh, and mostly I have to tend to her and, and um, I'll work remotely from there. So I'm not going to really do much. Hopefully she's still I'll in Canada or is she, back, is she in Michigan spots. now? She's in Michigan. She's in South Lyon. Okay. So she's back. So then I'm going to go do that. And then Mike and I will be going to the, hopefully, we'll be going to the Yola Tango concert. They mm. happen to be there that week. Oh my Majestic. God. I'm super excited. The Majestic Theater. Wonderful okay. venue. What if Fred Armisen shows up? The if venue goes up. I'll be very happy with that because yeah, I right. like Fred Armisen. At least one of you will be. Yeah. And the and the venue, the venue is is an <coughs> old theater in Detroit, the Majestic. It's where Harry Houdini did his last trick and then died. He was oh. injured. Got punched in the gut. You got punched in the in the in, the, in the appendix. Yeah, he got trench foot. <laughs> you got trench, trench yeah, Harry, the Harry Houdini died of old age <laughs> of trench <foot. laughs> he died of natural causes no, it's going to be a grand show the and there's no death cab for cutie op- or they're not opening up for death Aww. cab for cutie 
If they were opening for Death Cab for Cutie, I would, out of protest, not be going to the show. I mean, haven't you already alone, literally done I mean, that? Haven't that you name... actively not gone to see them because they were opening for Death Can you Cab? You imagine being they, in a band. they came through. They were opening for Death Cab for Cutie, and Couldn't so was Low. By the way, both, oh, wow. both two bands that I I are just so vastly superior to Death Cab for Cutie that I want to strangle somebody. Yeah. Shut well, up. Well, can you imagine being yeah. in a band and you're at the, the band naming stage and you're feeling mm-hmm. good and then Yeah, we got a good band out. here, we got a good setup, we got Fred Armisen on drums, we got a good band here. And what do we you call got somebody it? and somebody comes up and says the death and they start lobbying for it and you're like you want and you just want to throw them through a window, a plate glass window. You'd laugh. You just be like that's a joke, right? That's not no. a real band. Yeah, and then they and then, and then and then you end up this is another thing. Like they are they lobby and then there's like the other three members they like it, so now you're fucked, and you can't be a fucking pain in the ass. And you like the band, but you got to go out there. You don't want to be a jerk. Yeah, and you got to put it on your bass drum, and it's just like <laughs> fucking. You got to put the name on the bass drum, and it's like, could you know? Could you do that? Imagine if they were the biggest band in the world, and then and then, but then they had like a Pete Best kind of character, mm-hmm. right? And it was Mike, right? He was on drums, <laughs> and then they replaced him. And they because were like, he wouldn't go along with the Aren't you sad name. that you weren't part of this big phenomenon, the Death Cab? He's like, no, because yep. they called it Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care <laughs> how good stupid. the band is. Yeah. They can go F it's called themselves. Principles. Um, good for you. Trivia. 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 I knew, when we, I knew trivia. trivia was coming out because Tom gets a little quiet right before. I get yeah. a little quiet. Jimmy trivia. gets in a position. He gets his All finger right over the button. Let's do this. Come on, quickly. Come on, let's get right through it. All right. Do it quickly. Six questions from the Trivial Pursuit Hollywood Flicks box from 1989. What 1981 thriller features John Travolta as a horror film sound man? I know the answer to this. Good Lord, Tom. You know, why are we doing Tom trivia? That's Blowout. Brian De Palma's Blowout. The answer is correct. Is Brian De Palma like grossly overrated? No, I think his good movies are really good. You got your Carrie, you got your uh, even Scarface is a little kind of slutty and gross, but we love it. Carrie, it's, it's Carrie's pre- Carrie's pretty good. I got to admit that's Carrie's really good. I didn't know that actually. It is. Oh it yeah, it's a good movie. Blowout's right. good. You see Blowout. Uh, whatever the other one. Thriller. What's the other one? That's uh, but he made a couple that was so bad <clears throat> that I was like, man, I was mad. What's He's the got one? some bad movies. A long time ago, he made it, and somebody was talking. We were talking about it, but it was a long time ago. Bring Cat Caddy Checkman and I watched it. Yeah, and it was horrendously bad. What was like, it? I, I mean, it was, it was he should have had all of his things taken away from him. Was it like an older thing? It was a what newer. It was later Brian De Palma. Oh well, yeah. The, the, Go through some famous ones. What is it? I'm looking them up here. Hold on. Mike's I'm sorry, up. but I got I got to let the crowd know not to watch this uh, stupid ass movie. Well, Mike it was looks horrible. it up. Horrible. Well, how? Oh, how long or how? Um, oh no, it was like how long ago? What how many could there late, be? Maybe a late '80s kind of. Body Double? Body no. Double. I love Body Double. Phantom but people of the like, Paradise. The Untouchables. People like, people he did like the Untouchables. Untouchables. Oh, Untouchables is pretty good. All See? right. Fine. First it's Mission okay. Impossible he did. That was good. The Black Dahlia. Redacted. Well, we got to go back to this 80s, that. you're thinking? Forget it. I don't know what it is. Mission no, Impossible. Car- Carlito's Way. Carlito's Way. That's it. That's not a great movie. People it's, love it. Do it. Let me tell you something. It's not, it's not not a great movie. It's a horrendously <laughs> bad movie. <laughs> That movie sucks so bad that I was like, I mean, it was almost like he was trying to make it shitty. That's how bad it was. I mean, I was he just does like, his his from yeah. A lot of his movies mad. have the sense that he is grasping at straws, trying to recapture former clever glory. Well, he's trying to do Scarface again. 
in like, a sense. Scarface or it like, didn't you know, seem like possible. Yeah. That it could be this bad. It didn't Trying seem too hard. Po- it was so Snake horrible. Eyes. That was another one. That was really bad with Nicolas Cage. Snake Eyes. Benny Blanco from random. the Bronx. Snake Eyes. All right. What's the next trivia All right. question? What Sylvester be- Stallone movie did Us Magazine say never uncoiled the way it was supposed to? <laughs> Cobra. That has to be Cobra. It Stop is Cobra. or my mom will shoot. This movie never uncoiled. I see. The way that uh, it this movie rope? never flared oh, out he was in rope. and then yeah. injected me with venom the way I wanted to. <laughs> what was his name in that movie? Officer Cobretti. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah, oh, so Cobra. Cobretti. Uh-huh. Cobretti. Like, what choice did he have to become a cop named Cobra? Well, that's a dumb movie, Cobra. What 1985 movie features a bicycle race called The Hell of the West? Jesus. Uh, Quicksilver? No. No, that was like that's in the a, city, wasn't it? That was like messenger. 70s, wasn't it? Not the Breaking Away was earlier. I'm looking at the answer and I do not recognize it. Oh, boy. Even Tommy doesn't recognize it. American Cannonball Flyers. Run 3. Cannonball Run 3. <laughs> American Flyers. on a bike. American, American Flyers. Flyers I just Whatever. Uh, <laughs> wait a minute, that's cheating. Mike's looking I have up the answers. card with all the answers, but that's cheating. Well, I said what that word, was... <laughs> this is stupid, what word concludes Pete Mitchell's statement in Top Gun, I feel the need, the need for blank. The it's need like a for uh, Scientology. For whoopee. For ass play. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't quite come off the. T- really I feel the need, the need. You think it's going to rhyme, play. but it doesn't. There is a great. Play. <laughs> there is a great uh, <laughs> rant from Tarantino, and he's playing. It's in a movie, and he's talking about that Top Gun is a gay movie. Mm-hmm. It's about it homosexuality, and he's going. Yeah, it's it's a right. it's he's at, he's at like a party, and he's trying to convince this other guy. It's actually mm-hmm. a really good little scene. All right. Uh, go the gay way. Has... Don't go the regular way. Who I thought it was dual... widely accepted to be a gay movie, but go yeah. ahead. Yeah, thanks, Quentin Tarantino. Feel the need for ass play. Blew it wide open. Trenchant. That's the who has side. the dual role of Jan and Maxie in the movie Maxie? Jan Michael Vincent. I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> uh, let's Does go with on this one. Let's go with um, Ned Beatty. <laughs> close. It is Glenn Close. Mr. Luthor. Oh. I don't know. I don't remember Maxie. Scott Glenn. Mr. Luthor. <laughs> Scott Glenn Close. <laughs> okay, and uh, oh, we should all know the answer to this. What <laughs> building is the first? Oh, what building is the first ghost spotted in in Ghostbusters? So oh, New York know. Library. That is right, the yeah, New York the Public Library. Many shoves and Zools knew what it was to be <laughs> roasting the depths of the floor. That dad can tell you. <laughs> yes, I have some. <laughs> That's a good movie. I love that. That's good stuff. Um, and that was trivia. Oh, good job, guys. Well done, everybody. Well, well done. done. We killed it. And we also we killed minute a lot 15. Today. Trench mount, trench foot, yep. shell shock. Remember everything we taught you today. Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen's uh, got, got trench mouth, something. Come yeah. on now. All right. Good so if that's you. all we got. Captain America. Uh, we look forward to seeing you all next week. Mark Campbell. Minute, uh, what would it be? 16. Mark Mattis. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trading places here. On the Trading Places Minute. It was a stone groove, my man. You are the most righteous. Yeah, right. Just get the fuck out, man. Let's go. Shit.